few minutes ago. Thankful I did not know that my boy had stepped Jesus into his heart.
That's right. I've been places where you have a hole in the floor and an outbuilding to take care of it. <laughs> All in the grill. <laughs> you turned on a faucet and you had water to shower. And it smells like most of you guys shower. I didn't smell anybody this morning, so thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> In case you haven't learned, my humor's a little weird. That's all right. We'll make a at it. You flipped on the light switch this morning, the lights come on. That's right. Lord. Guys, these are all things. How many of us think about these on a regular basis? No, we don't. But yet, these are all things we need to be thankful for every day. You married man, you woke up near a wife. That's something to be thankful for. God's Word says that that a good wife is more precious than rubies. So we had, we woke up with more than something more than rubies this morning. You had access to God's word this morning. Amen. Did you use it? Now I'll admit, several years ago, that's what you go to church for. Yeah. You know what? You wake up on Sunday morning, there's no reason to take a break from what's readily accessible to you. That's right. Be thankful for God's word. And in God's word. Because it may get you in a place where you can hear when you get here a little better. That's right. Amen. You had access to God Almighty by the way of prayer. Did you use it? You had a way to get to church? And I'm even thankful even more of that because I got here this morning because my car went to having a little bit of hiccups this morning on the way to come to church. Uh, Just about the time we was about uh, five miles before we exited the interstate, the car started sputtering a little bit. So I was already thankful for my car to make it and everything to make it here. But I'm even more thankful I made it here. That's right. Amen. Amen. We got a church to come from, to come to come to. We ought to be thankful for that. That's right. And it's not a church that we got to get to, it's a church that we get, get to come to. We need to have a frame of mind of being thankful that we get to come to church. That's right. Not got to go to church on Sunday. That we get to, we need to be thankful. That we had got here safely. You ever think about it? How many incidents God protects you from in a week that you don't even have yeah. I had a guy come up to me here a while back and say, you know what, I've been really praying hard for you this week. Well, it's been a pretty good week, actually. <coughs> and then it dawned on me. There were a lot of things that were going to happen to me that week that I don't think happened because that guy was praying for you. I got to thinking about it. You know what, there was a couple of close calls on the road. Without his prayers, those calls would probably been worse. We get to worship in freedom. Not every place does. We get the nice climate control, even though I got two warm this morning. <laughs> Who remembers ever attending an old church with the old hardwood pews that didn't have a lick of padding on them? Right now, I'll say a thanks of prayer for the nice padded seats, nice padded chairs that we have here. They're not even the ones that got the bars run down each side that you end up with a bar in the rear. These are the nice padded chairs. I'm thankful for them because those big guys, we get the bars instead of the padding. That's right. That's right. The people around you, the food we eat. Yes. Work is a blessing. Work for granted. As I retired from the fire department, it was very weird. 
not to be working out. And as I prayed to God, I'm like, well, let me go do this. And God will say, no, wait. Maybe you realize what a blessing it is to work. The opportunity that it provides, the fulfillment that it gives us. Probably the thing we need to be most, most thankful for is the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ, that without it, we will go to hell. The blood of Christ that guarantees our way to heaven if we accept it. One saying I seen a couple of years ago, and it really had a profound effect on me. And everything sort of goes back to this in my message today. But what if I only had tomorrow what I thank God for today? Oh, come on, yeah. If I only had tomorrow what I thank God for today, what would I have today? Many of these things, basic needs, as we call them, we don't thank God for hardly ever. Maybe a couple times a year. A year ago, last February, I was in Uganda. And I would see people carrying water for two, three miles back to their back to their village. I have a picture, and I should have brought it and put it on the slide. I didn't think about it until I was down here. A woman's carrying a baby on her front. And a five-gallon water jug on her head walking down through the field. Yeah. Take some talent, guys. That's a practice. But every time it came time for this time, the ladies would come over and hold out a dish and hold down that water container and pour it over our hands so we'd have our hands washed for a minute. The water that they had to work so hard for to go get, but they was given so sparingly. Prayer and thanksgiving go hand in hand. Amen. Today's message is a heart of prayer. Or, excuse me, a thanks, thankful heart. A thankful heart. How much time do you petition in prayer as compared to being thankful in prayer? I'm going to have to admit to you guys, I probably spend more time petitioning, not just for myself, but for others, than I do being thankful. What if we thanked God more, even in our petitions, and then just ask Him for it? God knows our heart. We can be thankful. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Philippians 4. That's going to be our focal scripture today. When we intercede, we can go to Him thankfully in the way we go about it. We can thank Him for the people that we're praying for. We can thank you. Thank Him for the growth that's going to happen in them. We can thank Him for the things He's going to do in them. The baby that was just healed. Amen. We can pray for the healing, but we can pray that God, and thank you, God, that He's going to heal. We can have that kind of faith. We can have that kind of walk. Amen. Philippians 4, 5, through 7 is where I'm going to start. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything. But in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God will surpass all understanding and will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Now guys, when I bring you a message, many times I'm preaching myself too. And this one's no different. In writing this, I have a lot of conviction about how much I'm thankful. And I struggle a lot putting the words down in this. Not because they're not true, but because I need to step up my 
I need to be more thankful in the way I pray and the way I walk and the way I show it. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. That shows us that a thankful heart needs to be shown. You know, for a long time I believed I could be thankful inside, but I didn't even necessarily show it. This right here, let your gracious, let your thankfulness be known to everyone. So we're to be shown. We are to be an advertisement for what the Lord is doing in our lives. Each one of you stepped up today. He was an advertisement. You let it be known what God was doing in your lives. Each one of us had something we could have stood up and been thankful for. Probably we could have started when I asked that and finished at midnight tonight. And we could have all had things we'd been thankful for. It's not a, hey, look at me, look what I've done. It's a, hey, look at what God's done in me. Yes. Hey, look at how God's blessed me. Yes. Jesus never, ever said, hey, look at me. That's right. He said, look at what the Father is doing through me. We should have the same thankful attitude in everything we do. For a long time, I had a hard time telling them about the greatness of God because I felt like you were just bragging and boasting. It's not bragging and boasting when it's pointing to the Father. Amen. When it's pointing to Jesus. That's right. This is where we should be, and let your, let your graciousness be known to everyone. Don't worry about anything. The worries, the discontentment are more difficult when we petition God with a thankful heart. If we're thankful... That melts away the worries because we're focusing on God rather than focusing on the Word. And if we're focusing on, on, on putting thankfulness into God, we won't have the energy or time to listen to the enemy on the Word. Now, when we still worry God, we're man. But it'll take away from that. Now, to those in the congregation that are planners and analytical, like I am, and I know there's some of you out there, know that we can be more thankful focused than we are task focused or whatever's on our heart. I know that you overthink things. But we need to start thinking how God thinks of things. But notice I said we, not you. We start thanking God for what we are giving. It'll change our mind about how we look at things. I've heard it been said before that we ought to go to prayer. Thank God in the very start of our prayer and then go to our petitions. And I'm going to challenge you beyond that this morning. We need to go to God with a thankful heart at the start of our prayer, petitioning in thanks and continuing thanks. He knows your heart, He knows your needs. Yes, present your needs. Ask God to do it with a thankful heart. Acknowledge what He's given you. It will change the way we approach our need. Who is there? Who, 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 excuse me. Who in here has ever wanted something but could not get it until they saved it? Yes. Probably every one of us. How many people have ever ever worked for that something? Figured out it took a lot more work than what it was really worth at the time you got there. Yes. That's right. So approaching God with a thankful heart, how much different is that? If we approach God with a thankful, petitioning heart, asking Him about something, we might not get what we want in the end, but we might figure out it's not what we really wanted or needed in the start of us. That being thankful is sort of putting our work into it and giving the glory where it is due to start with. That's right. 
First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 24. Rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in everything. For this is this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Don't stifle the spirit. Don't despise prophecy. Despise prophecies. But test all things. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and make your whole spirit and body be kept sound and blameless at, at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, who calls you is faithful. He will do it. Pray constantly and give thanks in everything. Now notice two times in that scripture it talks about thanks. But also notice that both times in that scripture that it talks about thanks, it's also mentioning prayer. Prayer and thanks go hand in hand. If we don't start with praying and thanks, we're not going to be thankful genuinely to others and to show. We have to start in praying and thanks. We have to have a heart yes. that it starts with. And what are we supposed to pray and give thanks? The Word says everything. The little things, the big things. Your little things are somebody else's big things. We forget that a lot of times. You ate this morning, or at least had the opportunity. Yeah. There's those that did not have the opportunity. Yeah. There's those that do not know that put the light on because they never had a light switch. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that, we, we, that when we are not praying thankfully that we stifle the Spirit? Right here in Scripture, it goes right from talking about rejoicing, which I'll get into my next point, to praying, to thanking, and then it goes right into don't stifle the Spirit. Amen. If we're not thankful for what we have, then we probably are going to stifle the Spirit in ways that we can't hear Him because we're not opening ourselves up to God. We're not nurturing a relationship. How many times has one of your children come to you and wanted something? not being thankful, like a giddy type attitude, and they've had to learn a lesson. Well, God's children. Mm -hmm. It says rejoice always. Part of having a thankful heart is to be rejoiceful. We've got to show it. It moves beyond prayer, but we also have to take it out here. During praise and worship, that's part of praise and worship is to rejoice. Part of being thankful for what God's done. Amen. It's not about you at that point. It's about giving back to God. Right. Going back to Philippians 4, starting at verse 10. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, because once again you renewed your care for me. You were in fact concerned about me, but lacked the opportunity, but, but lacked the opportunity to show it. I don't say this out of need. I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. But I know how to make do with little, and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content. Whether fed or hungry, whether abundant or in need, I am able to do things through him who strengthened me. Still, you did well by partnering with me and partnering me in my hardships. We are rejoiced in thankfulness. We are to show it. Some of us need to work on that more. I need to work on that more. Rejoice in the good times. Rejoice in the hard times. Rejoice, I say. Amen. Rejoice in the actions of thankfulness. 
Now, I had a man from my previous church. I came to him and I said something to him along the lines about walking faithfully, but I wasn't walking to her gracefully. And he said, that's all right, God's grace has it. That's right. And you know, as I thought about that this week, you know, grace, God's grace does have it, but I still need to be thankful for it even when I'm not walking to her gracefully. I still need to know and show that goes along with that faith. Rejoice in showing delight in the Lord, regardless of how you feel about the situation. I talked about your feelings a few weeks ago. We need to move beyond our feelings. Right. If the situation doesn't feel good, that's fine. We still need to rejoice and know God is God. Be thankful that God is God. Be thankful that God has a plan, even though we don't understand the plan. Be thankful that God cares enough to let us grow in this time of hard uh, time. Jamie and I was talking about patience before the service started. Be thankful that God gives us trials that we grow in our patience. That's the only way we'll grow in patience is through trials. There's no other way on that. Be thankful for those times. Yeah, I know it's hard to be thankful on those. Rejoice in thanksgiving to God before you even know the outcome. That helps build your faith. The faith is the things unseen. Be thankful to God before He ever comes. That's right. You pray for somebody in healing and you're believing in the healing, thank God for the healing to come. Yes. Thank God for what's coming. Amen. Show them you believe. Don't just make it lip service, but it has to come from the heart. Everything Amen. in this Thanksgiving is from the heart. You look at Jonah. Jonah did not have a thankful heart. He ran the other way. God blessed him. Let him go there and preach anyway. He went there and preached. The people turned. He had a great revival. At that point, you would think he would be praising God and saying, Thank you, Lord. They, 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 come, they became saved. They come to know God. But no, what did he do? He went and pouted out in the desert. So then God brings him a plant to give him shade. Was he thankful for that plant? No. He had that gimme attitude with God. But you know what? Look at our everyday lives. Do we do that a lot with God? Yes. Did God give us plenty to rejoice from, even if we didn't like the situation we was in? I wish Jonah had another chapter, because I'd like to know what the next chapter was. <laughs> Just a back thing, I mean, I'm curious. If you have a need, rejoice in it. God gave you a need. Everything... Everyone in here has a need of some level. Everyone has a need. Some of them people don't want to admit. Some of them people are afraid to admit. Even the ones people admit, there's other ones that they won't. Regardless if you're little or big, hungry or fed, cold or comfortable, and every season with abundance, much or need God, God has you. And you've got to know that. And part of being thankful and having that thankful heart is knowing that God always has you. Being thankful that God always has you. God carries us through. He loves us enough to grow us. We need to be thankful for that. Psalms 118. This is the day, this is the, day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. mentioned, I believe by Freedom, about he knows us 
on the day we was born. He knows us from the time we was in the womb, and I pretty I had that in the message a couple weeks ago. He gave us each day. He knows. It's not a surprise to him. It's not like he's shooting craps here. He knows what he's doing. He gave us this day. And my wife used to say this verse to me, and a lot of times I get aggravated at it because some days she'd say it, it wasn't a good day already. And you know what? Well, we got to look at it. Every day we ought to look at this verse and wake up and rejoice and be thankful in God. Thanksgiving gives us perspective. Thanksgiving helps us how we deal with other people. Being thankful gets us out of ourselves and into his strength. Verse 13 says, I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. My wife's favorite verse. When we're thankful, we're able to move into God more because we're loving him and appreciating him. And I believe it truly unlocks mysteries and truly unlocks him. Think about that first statement I made that if you only had what you thank God for, if you thank God for the things that you have, I think it's going to unlock more things. But if you if I can do more things, He strengthens me. I'm thanking Him for this. Look at that effect. It builds relationships. In verse 14, still you were you did well by partnering with me in my hardship. Paul didn't do it by himself. He thanks for the partnership. I will not pastor this church by myself. I will not pastor this church just with my wife yeah. or just a few of you. It takes every one of us to partner together yeah. to take this yes, church to the potential that God has for. We need to move forward right now with a thanksgiving heart that God has great things for us. Each of us and as a whole congregation, God is going to do great things, but it's going to take each one of us being thankful and active and moving forward to do that. Thank you, Lord. Takes teamwork. That's right. Little story about teamwork. Several years ago I was fighting fire down the lake area. We was on a fire. Guy tried to fight the fire by himself. So it had a little bit of a head start on us. Went into the fire, I got chased out of the fire because it got so hard my equipment started melting down. We got it knocked down a little bit. Me and another guy went in there, to be honest, he wasn't a very good fireman. Uh, I'm just being real with it. He knows my opinion about it. He was on a nozzle, we got in there, and I stepped around him to pull some steel, and we had it knocked down on the floor we was on. What I did not realize is the floor that I stepped on was not going to be there in a few seconds. And I went through the floor all the way to my crash. One leg's in the basement, one half a foot's hanging on the floor, and I'm laid backwards holding on to a exposed wall stud with nothing but a fiery inferno below. Now if I went all the way down, I was gone. I knew it. I was definitely in a hardship. And the guy that I went in with, we wasn't best friends by no means. Like I said, I don't believe he's the greatest fireman. But I like, give me your hand. <laughs> and he gave me his hand. And I come out of that hole. And my next words are, we're out of here. And we left. And we come out. I said thank you to him very much. And then I looked at the chief and I said, nobody else goes in. But my point of the story is, is we all fall through holes. 
right. We all have times that we get in binds we can't get ourselves out of. That's true. We all have times we need that hand, even if it's from somebody that we're not necessarily closest with. Now, it's great when I go to somebody that I'm close with, but sometimes we have to go to somebody else. God gives us partners, and we need to be thankful that he gives us people. We need to be thankful that God gives us people that we can depend on. Thankful that that hand is there. Back to Philippians 4, verse 15. And you Philippians know that in the early days of the gospel, when I, was, I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you alone. But even in Thessalon Thess Thessalonica, yeah, I can't say that. Not now, anyway. You sent gifts for my need several times. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the profit. That increasing to your account. But I received everything in full. I have an abundance. I have been fully supplied and received from Ephratus. What you provided, a fragrance offers, acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And all my God will supply for all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now, God the Father, be glory forever. We need to be there and be thankful for each other. Not to seek out what we can get. Sure. A lot of times in friendships, we like to think it's give and give and take and take and all that. But sometimes it's going to be a lot of give and give. Mm -hmm. I've got people in my life right now that it seems like I'm constantly giving to. And i got other men in my life that we give and take pretty well. And there's a couple probably that they feed into me a little more than I feed into them. But they know I'm there for them if I need them. But they just don't choose to, to take back. What I'm saying with that is we need to be thankful for each one of those people in our lives. This congregation needs to be thankful for each other and use each other. Amen. Not, not, not for the seek the gift, but the prophet. Colossians 3, 14 through 17. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your hearts, be and be thankful. <laughs> Let the word of God and let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, praise, spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now you notice we've got, got, got love, of course, but we've got thanks twice in this group of scriptures. And in that, and several times in the scriptures I've mentioned today, we've got peace. Yeah. So when we have a thankful heart, that's how we're going to obtain God's peace. Yeah. Because until you obtain a thankful heart, God can give you everything you want, but you haven't realized what you have yet. Yeah. So you can't have his peace yet. So you have to have that thankful heart to get to God's peace. Right. This goes back to presenting it. Singing to God with the gratitude in your hearts. Singing psalms and hymns. Now, I'm not saying we've got to walk into Walmart and start, start singing, I fly away. <laughs> they might bring the rubber padded wagon for you. <laughs> but, you know, it's all right. We still, we can display it. That's right. And we can sing with our hearts 
and show it in our actions. You're probably not as good about covering up your feelings as you think you are. So if you have a thankful heart, that's going to shine through more and better than if you don't have a thankful heart. I'm not sure what I state to cover. That definitely wasn't in my notes. Psalms 95. Actually, I didn't know where it came from. Psalms 95. Come, let's shout, shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to rock, the rock of our salvation. Let's enter his presence with thanksgiving. Back to that, you can get more if you think more. It says, let's enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let's talk about entering his presence with thanksgiving. You think about Old Testament, what all they had to do to enter his presence. Mm -hmm. Let's shout triumphantly to him in song. For the Lord is a God, is a great God. A great king above all gods. The depths of the earth are in his hand, and the mountain peaks are his. The sea is his. He made it. His hands formed the dry land. Guys, we can get excited about God. And I'm not one that I express a lot of things outwardly. Some of you already picked up on that. Now, my personality's a little bit blocked off. Sometimes I don't smile as much as I should or laugh. Part of that's my mankind personality. I'm working on it. <laughs> but you know, this is something we need to work on, our thankful attitude, our thankful hearts and showing. Yeah. I need to work on this. God made everything. God gave us everything we have. Everything good comes from God. There's another scripture I need to put in here. And if everything came from God, that's good. Then we need to be thankful for everything that we have. Yeah. Psalms 106.1. Hallelujah. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He is faithful. His love endures forever. His faithful love endures forever. Psalm, or uh, First Chronicles 16.34-37. This will be my final verse. Listen real close. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. And say, save us God of our salvation. Gather us and rescue us from the nations, so that he may give thanks to the holy name and rejoice in praise. Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen. Praise God. So David left Asphalt and his relatives there before the ark of the Lord's covenant to minister regularly before the ark according to the daily requirements. For to give thanks, our hearts to be a heart that gives thanks before God. And giving that thanks, we're to display that to other people. It'll change our perspective. And that verse tells us about the giving thanks and that God's got our salvation. That last verse in there about David left talks about the ministry that we have of giving thanks. Because you can talk all, all you want and tell people scripture all you want, but if you're not doing it from a thankful heart, it's not going to resound in them. You're not doing it out of love. It's definitely not going to sound in it. But in order to have that love, you've got to have that thanks because you've got to understand where it's coming from. Amen. So we got to do this. we got to get in this thankful mind more and more and more. The more we get in this thankful mind, the deeper God will take us in. The more effective we'll be in ministry. The more effective we'll be in growing the kingdom of God. So my challenge this week is for you to approach God each day in your prayer time. 
and be thankful, even in your petitions. I challenge you to be more thankful, to take more time being thankful in your prayer time this week than to be needful. So if you ask God for one thing, be thankful for two. Because in reality, I went through a brief summary at the beginning of this sermon of things to be thankful for. Yes. It might take some time, guys. Because I know we all have needs, and I know we know some of each other's needs through a lot of petitions. But guess what? That's even better. It just means spending more time with God. Show our thankful heart by rejoicing, by living out the peace of Christ, even when things aren't going right this week. Share that thankful heart with others. Testify and give and build relationships. We close out this service. If I could have the musicians come back. And I didn't give any warning on a song. But if they could come up and sing a song, I'm going to ask if you need prayer, come forward. But other than that, I want you just to thank God for the things you have in your life. Just to be thankful. And just because Thanksgiving ends Thursday don't mean that's where our hearts end on thankfulness. We need to carry on beyond Thursday.